Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast post-trade pre-draft. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has bludged his way through concussion testing. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Um, yeah, g'day Michael. I, um, what do you mean by that? What, what, what makes you say that? Well, we obviously do uh, con- 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 concussion testing uh, at the start of the year to kind of see how yeah, we're, of course. How we're just, progressing just... and... To set a level, so in case we get concussed during an episode, yeah. we, we know whether or not we can continue on with the show. And I just think it's pretty obvious that you, you've you been performing worse on the test than you normally would, just to kind of be able to skate through. Because clearly, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're, you're not right, mate. <laughs> no, no, I've not, I've not fudged anything. This is, this, is my, this is me at my best. Dude, I, don't know, I don't know what you're getting dude, at. Dude, on the test it says one plus one, you wrote cat, Okay. You're is not right. I'm looking you in the eye right now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you, you, you're not right. Which one are you looking at? <laughs> the one pointing left. <laughs> okay. Mate, I've not, I, I never cheat on those things. You ask me any question, mate, and I, I will get them 100% right. Uh, will Carlton make finals next year? I would say so. Oh, I you're not the, right, mate. <laughs> not right. You've got to lie down. List, Should we stop recording now building, so you can have a lie down? I think with the list that we're building and with David Teague, I mean, we have now got the capacity to clearly be a top six team. Is uh, Steve Silvani <laughs> the greatest list manager in competition? I mean, it's probably too early to say, is there a list managing hall of fame? Because if there is, he's put together, mate, he's put together a grand final team this year and he is building a Carlton side to, for sustained success. So, again, I'd have to say, yes, he is the greatest of all time. Uh, Adam, I don't know. Well, I think we need to pull the pin right now. You, you clearly need to go and have a lie down. Well, I can't. If I am concussed, mate, I can't do anything. I can't, I've got to sit in a darkened room and just and just lay still. We are talking about Paddy McCartan, right, who's now taking a break from the game. I would Which say, is really sad. Yeah, and I would say it's a permanent break now. Yeah, you, you can't imagine him coming back because if he does, even if he does start to feel right, you just go, don't put yourself back in that fucking position, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very unfortunate. I think I read it was nine concussions, maybe 11 concussions over the journey. Yeah. And, um, and even a bit, a bit like uh, our friend Jack Frost, who came mm. on last year. Um, I was talking to a St Kilda friend who said that the final uh, bump was a bit innocuous too. Like it wasn't a big, you know, crash and bang, you know, you're knocked unconscious for five minutes. And that was the same thing with Jack. He kind of just got a bit of a bit of a hip. And um, and he was like, well, that's it. I'm done. So McCartan said that he used to, he bludged his way through pre-season concussion testing. Mm. So it would be easier for him to get back out there. So he kind of went in going, well, I'm going to get concussed, mm. but I'm going to make it that look like I'm so stupid pre-season that when the time comes that I actually am stupid, 
that it's going to all marry up and they'll go, I think he's right to go. Well, was he actually bludgeoning his way through or was he actually concussed at the time that he did it anyway? <laughs> wow. it seems to be pretty common that he got knocked out. <laughs> so he just Stick did it and he's concussed. And then so he comes back and he's concussed and he's like, oh, I'll nail this one. Yeah, like someone's thrown him the clipboard or hit him in the head. He doesn't realise that's concussed him. This is a question without notice, but do you know? Oh, do you know what kind of what kind of stuff is on the concussion tests? It's not about matching shapes oh, and stuff like that, or that is a great uh, question. Let me have a quick uh, Google of that. I think it is about you know, um, is it? No, it's it's like name. I'll say to you a series of numbers, say six numbers, and oh, you that's have right. to say yeah. them back to me. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's like count backwards and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you find um, it funny like this when things when they go like do the alphabet backwards? Oh, and they go, oh, you like fucked that up. It's like, who gets that right straight away? Yeah, I'm struggling to do that now. I know, I can, get, I can give you Z. Okay. I can give you Z and then I've got to work from A through to to Y and then I'm, I'm hitting you with an X after that. <laughs> It's going to take me a while, mate. That's where the 20 minutes is taken up. If you just go and hang on, A, B, C, 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 B, I'm back to B, and then you get to A, and they're like, back you go, son. Well done. But he, Paddy talks about how he, well, I mean, he talked about during the season that he, even things like going to the supermarket, kind of with the bright lights mm. were affecting him. And he said you almost have to kind of retrain parts of your brain to get yourself back to normal. So it's almost like for the sake of himself, like, dude, please don't play football again. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. Or else, does he need to go and get, um, like, calf's brain injections? You know, is there a German specialist? Head to Germany. Yeah, and just go to uh, Dr. Dr. Wilhard, what was, what was his name? Wolf, Wolf, Hart, Wolf Hart? Dr. Muller? Whatever his name was. Wolf Head Hart over there. sounds appropriately sinister for a German doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Head over there, get yourself, get yourself a Lars brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. He's back out there, first round next year. We're fucking brand new Paddy McCartan. And he maybe just wear a double helmet too, just be on the safe side. What about if he wears, because um, remember, uh, now this is going to test many of our listeners, but Phil Narkle had the biggest helmet mm-hmm. that I think we've seen in AFL. He played for St Kilda in the, in the early 80s, I'm going to say. Yep. And his was like a, almost like a, a, a softer motorbike helmet, I would put it at. Yeah, I th- have a feeling that maybe Brian Wilson at Fitzroy, he, he might he have often, done the same he, thing as well. I, I don't think it was as big. I remember, because what you're looking at, most uh, and that's the thing about most helmets, is it's just a little bit of foam. Like, yeah. You know, they're getting, you're getting concussed in the NFL and they're wearing proper fucking helmets. Yeah, so true. So w- what yeah. we actually go out and you go, it's not really going to do you much. Hey, uh, everyone's back at training, mate. How exciting is it to see the first and four-year players? You know what I love, though, Michael? You see, the first and four, it's compulsory. They've got to go back. But sometimes a veteran will just rock up and you just go, how sad is their life? <laughs> I do, they're not still on holidays. They've gone, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go back to work. I do love it. They, uh, they headed back and uh, people like Buddy showed up on day yep. one and yep. they raved about that. Uh, it, the news media really doesn't have much to talk about, do they? But they have to kind of report on who's actually back at training. Eddie Betts, he doesn't need to be there. The, the guy's 32. Did he show up, did he? Oh, fuck yeah. And so it's really just a case of like, uh, see that guy uh, running laps. Mm. Uh, he's going to be doing that for the next uh, 10 months. <laughs> yeah, uh, buddy. <laughs> back in to buddy's you. Case. It, it's a good idea. Buddy, they just went, mate, we've got to be paying you for something. 
Yeah, well, I think someone said that Buddy would do the first week because he'd then have the second week off. So you don't have to kind of, you know, do as many. But I think um, I think uh, Jacinta is rather pregnant now. So he probably doesn't want to go away or anything like that or take, you know, we would stay in town in case um, we get a little Buddy. Oh. All right, quick question without notice. Would you miss a training session for the birth of your child? Nah, I actually... Um, yeah, you've got to go to training. Yeah, you do list someone if they, uh, <laughs> if they, if they put something like that in front of, the, in front well, of training. Well, they could, they could miss a tactical meeting. So they don't know how to bring the ball out of the back line. Yeah, they're sure. Fucking, Those they're are, watching a childbirth. You're like, what, what sort of... Are you committed or not? You're not. Get yeah, out of here. They are that hundred hundreds. You know, that's, that's the difference yeah. in September, in that last quarter in the grand final. You know, that, that's what I miss. I miss players... Could you imagine running a hundred hundreds? Uh, I can't. Uh, let me think. What it would be? It's ten k's. So that's ten k's. Yeah. yeah, but but at a fair clip, um, that would be that would be quite a difficult. And ba- that was back in the day when it was like middle of summer, and if you have a drink, you, you weak what, fucking yeah. dog, you're out of the fucking team. So these people are vomiting and blacking out. And they're rolling their bodies down the last hundred. What's the other one? That's Is what it I want to say. Ten four hundreds or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think that was another one. Yeah, at yeah, Hawthorne. yeah. And again, no water, and you know that's ah, uh, oh, imagine that. Oh, the tenth one, dude, dude. Is 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 it? Yeah, probably not yet. They they sort of come back and then they have another break, and that's when they do the heavy duty stuff, isn't it? That's when you go to your heat camps. That's when you hit the sand dunes. Yeah. That's when you um go on a preseason camp that ruins your team for two seasons. Yeah, you dredge up um, deep, dark secrets about players. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, exactly. Yeah, symbolic that, things, yeah. Yeah, that's your January kind of thing, isn't it? Do you reckon the Giants are going to be playing the Richmond theme song on a bus anytime soon? I would say so. Mm. I mean, it's worked so well for Adelaide that I think that's set a precedent that you go, we have to follow their lead. Do you think Collective Mind is still doing well? Are they doing very well? Were they doing very well and now they're doing just well? Because surely, I mean, I know they did a lot of the corporate world and stuff like that and other sports yeah, teams. Yeah. Do you think yeah. when people heard about that, that their their brand was damaged a bit, Adam? I would like to think not. I would like to think that there are some people out there who go, you know what, I need my workplace shaken up and mm-hmm. I need I need Terry from accounts to fucking, you know what, he's been too cocky for too long. He's just handing in his, uh, his forms and he's just going, mate, I've nailed it. And you go... Well, we'll see about that, Terry. Yeah, talk we'll about see what your yeah. When we talk about what your grandfather did, talk to about your him fucking past, mate. <laughs> yeah, bring that up. See how your fucking accounts are going, then, Tez. Do you reckon we should get collective mind in then? Should we do a camp over Christmas period, like get collective mind in to talk about some, have some home truths? That's not a bad idea. I mean, just the, you and I, because there's just a, out I mean, in the bush. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things, a few secrets about your mum I could reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you how, know do you reckon Joe, how do you reckon Joe Danaher would be returning oh, to back Essendon? Up. It'd be horrible. It'd be horrible. So what do you do? He, he's not fourth year, so he's got a bit, bit longer to go. So you walk, yes. you walk through that front door. So everyone, everyone else would be back, I assume, by the time that Joe gets back. So it's not just first and fourth year players. It's, Everyone's um, back and they go, oh, here comes, here comes old fucking... Old fucking Captain Sydney Harbour Bridge coming in. It's a little bit like George from Seinfeld, you know, when he quits and then he has to go back and just kind of yeah. pretend that he didn't quit. It's a bit like that. Yeah. It's like someone breaking up and saying, you know, um, fuck you, I never was seeing you ever again. And then it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, but but they, they've got a pretty good place. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got to wander back in. I don't know. I actually don't know how players could deal with that kind of stuff. I think, are they, are they like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a business, you know, yeah, you want to move around. 
Well, I do think that is the way. And I reckon also in the back of his mind, because he becomes a free agent at the end of next year, he's like, I'll be in Sydney anyway. Mm. Just like Bryce Gibbs. He had to stick around at Carlton. Carlton were like, we will not let him go because we need him to be 17. Yeah. And then the following year, they went, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's just get rid of him. <laughs> Adelaide had given us two first-round picks for him. It turned out. Remember that Tom Harley story when Joe Danaher turned up at uh, Tom Harley's place? Yeah. It turns Mate, out. Just, it was just a mentor. Yeah, I know. It was just mentor. But it turns out, I think it was Tomlinson from GWS, I think it was. They saw him, yeah. Lived they, in they the lived same in area. Bel- and so he in saw Belmain. a guy who's about seven foot 12 <laughs> with a hoodie and a hat on walking into Tom Harley's place. And he's like, wait yeah. a second. So he... He's kind of the deep throat of the whole situation. He started it. Well, he told him. He He's told the whistleblower. To, yeah, he should be. He should not be allowed to play again. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's going to be people like that who, Rat. you know, yeah, that's basically it, isn't it? Do you reckon that's why GWS let him go? Because they're like, well, who knows what he's going to tell about us? Yeah, sure. What random, what random footballers in real life he's going to see in the streets of Sydney? Yeah, it's not. It's not for footballers to do footballers in real life no. it's for us and our people to do footballers in real life and then it kind of went from there and there was even a thing that uh, I think it was maybe uh, Joe's management I think put out a statement during that trade period saying that he wanted to move to Swans and the Swans were like oh do you? yeah <laughs> like everyone's on the back foot take, to take it yeah. back it was just done it was all done very poorly and Essendon notoriously don't deal with people very well so they just went well fuck that because I think Essendon went well give us Isaac Heaney yeah and Swans went, no, no, not having Isaac Heaney. Yeah. Went, what about what about Blakey? They go, oh, no, you're not having. You go, well, you fucking, do you want Joe Danaher or not? Well, yeah, it was kind of set up though for the Swans' favour by the fact Joe wanted to go there, and so they're like, well, yeah. that's that's our win, okay. And then they're like, just yeah. hoping we can't, we don't have to give up too much. And in the end, they yeah, they didn't want to give up anything at all. Well, you know, mate, a pick seven you, or something, or whatever it was. You got to give it up, mate. Yeah, you, you do. Steve, you know who would have got the job done? Fucking Stevie Silvani, best list manager in the country. Oh, who I tell you, would have got the deal done? Fucking pickers, mate. <laughs> Pickers would have been all over it. Well, he would have been blindsided. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. In fact, you want to go where? Yeah, uh, Joe. What? Uh, what's this Sydney town you talk of? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of him. Hey, uh, Carlton are dirty cheats. Dirty fucking cheats. Did you know that? Well, which which era are you talking about? <laughs> You're filthy, dirty cheats. So, yeah, there are a few fines handed out by the mm-hmm. AFL because clubs. And we were number one. You were. The article talked it up a bit. They said they were massive fines, but they weren't. I think you got fined about ten grand because uh, you were not letting the drug people know where your players were. Is it a matter of okay? Is it a matter of not letting them know, or just not knowing where the player was? Like, if did they go? Where's Charlie Kernow and Carlton went? We refuse to divulge that. Yeah. Okay. Or was it like, where's Charlie Kernow? And they're like. He forgot to tell us. We don't know where he is. We sent him a text. We haven't heard back. Like, I, is it? Is it like that? Is a more sinister? Like they're hidden him away after you know. And you know, we're not casting his person. I'm just using him as an example. No, no, yeah, spent, no, no, no. Cast away, cast away. <laughs> you know, he spent six weeks in a Colombian jungle. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, you've got to end up, well, well yeah, that's weird. He's in Medellin. That's strange. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they don't have to worry about Jack Watts in the off season because it's just like oh, Oktoberfest. <laughs> Um, but I think the onus would then be more on the players and they would be the ones copying the fine if they weren't the ones informing, okay? But I, but I do also wonder, is it really a case of, you know, I'm in Townsville on a yeah. holiday and I go, ah, oh, I might go to Cairns for the day. 
you know, as they do. Oh, yeah, do you have to do the whole whereabouts? Do you have to then inform people all the time? Because, I mean, surely things are going to slip through. You're not, hardly going to remember, okay, I've got my wallet, I've got my keys, I've got yeah. my phone. Uh, I better text Wada and let them know where I'm going. <laughs> or is there like, a, do the players have like a Wada app, like a Find My iPhone app, so they know where they are at all times? That's a good question. That's a good question. And, okay, all right. Say, say you're backpacking through Patagonia, right? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be backpacking, mate. I'd be doing it in style. Okay. Well, you'd be doing it in style. So you've hired yourself a little, a little um, what do you call it? RV. You, yeah, gotcha. RV. Where are we? Patag- Patagonia? Patagonia. So you're in southern Argentina. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's where you've been, right? Yes. So say, say you go, I'm in Calafate, right? That's a, that's a town there. Does that mean, okay, you've let them know. Does that mean that WADA sends someone there? Well, I think it's more a precaution. So they do want to, I, I wonder how many times they do surprise footballers when they're overseas. Mm. Like, I can't imagine it's a high priority, surely. But I reckon, what a great job to be if you're working for WADA in the off-season. Fucking, you're going, you'd be in Bali 24-7 for about four months. It'd be like a permanent in Kentucky, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're, you're at fucking Lakers games. You're going to the, watch the Giants, the Cowboys. It'd be fucking great. I want a job at WADA. The only downside, though, is you have to just constantly watching men and women urinate. <laughs> like oh, that's close, a downside. Looking at looking them... Looking them so looking them in the eye, but no, you wouldn't be doing your job properly then, would you? <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's how that's how Willie Rioli tried to cheat the system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, some people some people pay to do that stuff online, Michael, so they could get the bonus of getting you know watching great physical specimens give away a physical specimen. Melbourne got done as well, as well as the Bulldogs and Richmond. I think they should name the players. That that's what that's what we really want. I don't want because you know. You say four Carlton players. So it was a two and a half grand fine for each player. There was four of them. I need to know which four have just gone to the top of my list. Yeah, who are on the dodge. Yeah. I like the idea that you attempt to fake your own death or something just to get out of it. It's not a bad way to get out of it. Hey, uh, very quickly though, have uh, have they picked up Dusty's car yet? I don't believe they have. He he hasn't had time, Michael. He's been he's been either in Vegas or he was in Deniliquin for Sam Lloyd, former teammates, our wedding. That's right. And he and shock horror, Adam. He wore jeans and a t-shirt. That was an article in the Herald Sun. They they really have struggled for things to write about. He shot it, and then he didn't stay at the caravan park. He got a guy to drive him there, and he got a guy to drive him back. he's a crazy man. He got a driver. Yeah, yeah. He got a driver to do his job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think Del- uh, Delicum from Melbourne, probably, what, four hours? Yeah, maybe? three and a half, four hours, yeah. yeah. Um, but he left the car in the car park. It ended up being feeling like about a month. The MCG was saying, yeah, yeah, it's here when you, you know, get it. I went down to try and nick it, but um, but then I remembered Dusty's dad and friends and the like. <laughs> I was like, oh, I better not, better not do that. Leave. Might leave the car here. But then I was listening to Triple M last week, I think it was, and they were saying that it might have been a bit of a PR stunt, that it wasn't kind of as long as people were saying, and it was a bit of like, oh, get the message out there that, you know, he can't be tamed. Oh, he can't be tamed because he won't pick up his car. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, I know. Fucking, what a loose cannon. There is a better way to get that story out. Just like, yeah, Dusty <laughs> stabbed two guys in Vegas and then drank their blood. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather that. But also left his car at the hotel. Hey, uh... Steve Sylvain. A lot of Carlton, actually, this week, unfortunately. Um, Hang on, the greatest list manager of all time. What he you got on seems him? to be on the outer, mate. 
Yeah. Seems to be on the outer. Um, seems a bit of a power struggle down at the Blues. I think they were talking about the CEO is kind of putting his foot down. Kane Liddell. Mm. Have you met him? I believe. Uh, I've said g'day to him, but I don't know him. He said fuck um, off back. <laughs> mate, we were sitting in the same section at the football. I'm, I'm hobnobbing with all of... It was funny. I was talking to uh, a junk time listener, um, Andy, who won... Who won the junk time tipping this year, actually? Oh, congratulations! And he was saying, you know, we're just having a chat about junk time, and he said, oh, it's it's very funny when you always, you know, hang shit on Michael about being in the MCC and stuff. But he goes, but every time you do that, you're always in like a corporate box or, you know, at some function at the footy. And I was like, shut the fuck up, mate! Get out <laughs> of my face. Yeah, you go way, you go corporate way more than I do. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need corporate, mate. You've got you've got. Um, Butlers and red you carpet. Got, you, and yeah, you got, you got heritage. I don't have that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got... Um, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, Sauce, on the way... Do you think you've been doing a good job? Yes, I do. I actually... Like, there's been some, you know, rough patches that we've had to go through, but mm-hmm. I think the list is actually starting to look like it could... Green shoots, you know, mate. Green shoots. Well, it's starting to do something, but... There, I sure. think Can you just do a quick concussion test, if that's okay? <laughs> The, the issue has been that I don't think Sauce wanted Eddie Betts. I think David Teague went, hey, I'm coach. I want uh, my mate. Okay. I want my mate from Adelaide. And also, there was talk that we were going to get Xavier Ellis from, no, um, what's his name? Brandon. Brandon Ellis from Richmond. Yeah, I don't think he, you want Xavier Ellis in the condition he's no. in right now. <laughs> no, that's, well, we would have taken him two years ago. But um, he had toured the Carlton facilities. And then Carlton went cold on him, like, very, very late. And I think... Kane Liddell, who's former Richmond, wanted Alice at the team. And then I think Soss overruled that. And so that has caused conjecture within the club. And they've gone, something's got to give, mate. Something, And I think it's Soss that's going to give. But didn't you hear, though, that I think it was Ellis and who else was it? Was it Papley? But- no, Butler. Butler, okay. Who ended up at St Kilda, I think. Got a tour of yeah. Icon Park. Mm. And Soss didn't know. Yes, that's the parent. I, I can't. I can't believe that. So he was he kind of then out of the loop on their interests at all, or was that just like the idea of a tour? Because it's not not a big deal if they give a tour. Like if Sauce meant to take them round, did he feel like it was like you know his little oh. job? Like he felt insulted. Like oh, but we you know didn't show them the best bits. I'm I'm an expert. I've been yeah. here for thirty years. Yeah, I, I could have shown him that bit where Darren Milburn knocked me out in the back yeah, pocket. Yeah, I could have shown show him you know, yeah. where the, the cops told him to settle down on the interchange bench when the, the, uh, yeah, the exactly. fans were going to kill him. I could show them where Greg Williams got paid $200,000 in cash. I could show them that <laughs> bit of the ground. I could show that bit where Wayne Johnson probably did something in the social club. I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, that stuff. Yeah, I, I find it very strange. I... I mean, I can understand David Teague pulling rank, even though we don't really need a 32-year-old in our club. But um, I just, as long as Sauce does this draft, and we're, we're still tracking in the right direction. But fuck, we just, why can't everyone just get along? It's also interesting by the fact that when you're a list manager, mm. there's not really much room for career development post-football like you don't go off into other areas and be list manager so there are only 18 jobs for that and you can't go into the media because we already have a list manager yeah in terms of terry willis <laughs> so we can't we can't but yeah like you know how do you bring those skills into you know outside football headhunting well, maybe i don't know yeah but yeah i, I so can't you're, see so sauce going into the corporate world and doing job interviews 
No, but say you're the head of KPMG, for example, yeah. right? So then you go to all the um, private schools in the area and you just oversee the economics exams in year 12, mm-hmm. like the, the combine, and he goes, oh, that kid there, he's going, he's straight to KPMG. Yeah, his this dad works already too, so that helps yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's a gun. He's done a really uh, offensive chant on the tram, so he deserves <laughs> to be in a high-paying. Yeah, that guy um, has not one ounce of respect for women. We should get him on board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's he, a prodigy. He should be, he's management material. Um, the fixture. Have you cast your eye over the fixture? You know what? I genuinely haven't. I know we're playing Richmond, and I know we have zero Friday night games, but not surprised by that because. We have been fucking rubbish. I'm going to look at the fixture here. So Champion Data have... I must say, I haven't really looked through it. I do love it when it comes out and people are like, oh, this is a bloody disgrace. Oh, bloody hell, we've got to travel like five times in the first five rounds. Yeah. Um, how, many, how many... You would know how many Tassie games you've got? Uh, I think we have four each year, yeah. Okay. We are, You are number 11th in terms of how hard it is. Okay. Okay. So, so who's champ- got the easiest? Who's got the easiest? St Kilda. Really? So they're going to be top six? Should uh, be on top uh, uh, from hardest. It's Collingwood and Hawthorne. But do you think often, sometimes, maybe with the Collingwood one because they're the big marquee ones, they play the big teams twice a bit more than you know? You know what I'm getting at? So do you, you, they obviously don't have Gold Coast twice. It's probably. What would have them up there? Uh, I suppose so, yeah. Here we go. Double ups we have for them. We have Richmond, Melbourne, Eagles, Essendon, Bulldogs. Okay. Well, you're in the it's, not, it's not unreasonable. But no. also, doesn't, as Eddie does point out, and it's probably rightly so, every team would want to play Collingwood twice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To get the marquee ones. And you can yeah. also, like, some clubs can be a victim of your own rivalries too, you know? So there's Such the as? well, there's the, uh, there's a Collingwood Richmond rivalry, you know. Yeah. And so okay. therefore, they go, we want to take advantage of that tight. It's like Hawthorne always plays Geelong twice because you know, all that yeah, kind of stuff caught on. It's a big game. Well, yeah, and I guess that would work like well, would have worked in the last couple of years in Richmond's favour. They get to definitely get to play Carlton twice, so they go, well, there's eight bankable points, so it kind of can work in your favour as well, which and is a, disgusting. And about twenty five percentage points too. <laughs> <laughs> but Port Adelaide, mate, the things are changing at Port Adelaide. I tell you what, mate, it's a, it's a whole new club in my book. Yeah, you, you, would you say that this is... I know it's... A rebirth? They're saying it's their 150th, but I'd say it's year zero for, for the Port Power. I think we run back the clock and we start again. Yeah, I think mm. it's about time as well. So they've got a new logo. They've got a new logo. They turn 150 next year, so they're going to put a new commemorative logo on their jumpers. Whoa. And wh- what, a, what a great logo. It combines the P and the A. <laughs> And I tell you what, I, this is like 149 years in the making, this this um, logo. They would have sat there in, say, what are we, 150 years ago, in 1870-ish mm-hmm. and gone, guys, I know it's a few generations in front, but we need to start working away at this 150th anniversary logo. And yep. they've gone, all right, I'll get my great-great-great-great-grandson onto it, but it's going to happen. It's and fucking hell, have they delivered? It's kind of like we've gone from black and white to colour now, isn't it? It's yeah, a new, it's it a new really dawn. is. Is mm. it too early off the back of this new logo to say that Port Adelaide's going to win next year's flag? I think they do it for the logo. I think it you're just, right. It just it just unites. It mm. just it's got a P that is interlaced with the A. Yeah, I know. I know. Do you understand I know, what I, I'm saying? I mean, I I mean, I was shocked as well. Like yeah. when I first saw it. 
I thought yeah. it was a bold move. That's what I'll put, I'll mm. put it out there. But I think it's working for them. Well, also underneath that, it's got the old prison bars that they, you know, that they famously wear, wore as the magpies in the sandful, mm-hmm. um, which they, you know, are regularly not allowed to wear <laughs> in the AFL because they are now an AFL club, but they still want to represent the, you know, 130 years that they spent as the sandful, you know, do we know, leaders. Do we know where, that, where that's at? Like whether they're going to wear it next year or anything like that? Well, in the photo they've got on this uh, on this article, they've got uh, Scott Lysette is wearing it, mm-hmm. and so that would that would indicate to me that they're planning on wearing it quite a bit. And, and then they've got they've got Trent McKenzie in what looks like a light blue Geelong jumper. Yeah, sure, that must have been a real old school one that they had. And then they've got um, a, well, it must be a, a fan with some kind of. <laughs> um, special spe- disease or something is a special thing that they're helping. Oh no, it's Koshi. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then Sight Cliff. But did you read about their media uh, advice? I suppose you'd call it. Yeah. So here's a little thing they came out with, kind of suppose the way they want to be addressed this year. Yes. Yeah. So and we junk timers respect this, just as the Giants wanted to be known as the Giants, and we. We'll only acknowledge them as such. Then this is a new way that we have to refer to the Port Adelaide Football Club from here on in. So it says, please note, mm-hmm. under no circumstances, none, should the club be referred to as Port. Yep. Or Port Power. Yep, all capitals, Port Power. Or the Power. Fuck. Okay, so they've set okay, so they've set those down those those guidelines. Okay, no port. No no port. No port power or the power. Gone. Forget it. I'm 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 never gonna usher those words ever again. Wiped it. That's 150 years. Fucking gone. Forget it. So if we can't call them and I I'm I apologize for using this word, can't call them port. Mm. Do we call them power? Well it says it says, mate, keep reading and it tells you how you can refer to them. Fuck. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay. No port or port power or yep. the power. Right. Although the club... <laughs> Very importantly, can. I wonder what the people next door in Wayne Jack's at Rod Cutter Studios are thinking. <laughs> they can hear me. There's <laughs> a guy just shouting, thinking, power. What's he saying before that? <laughs> what, yeah. Check the web. What's is he it, saying before is it, power? It's about origin energy. <laughs> is there something like wrong with his power? Uh, although the club can be referred to as... Here we go. The... Yeah. So little the, the capital power, power. So if you're at the game, power fan. Oh, sorry, the power fans. You need to know. <laughs> don't fuck it up. You will be fucking. You'll be booted out of booted that. Booted out. Yeah. The, Come uh, on, Port. Oh, whoa, whoa. What are you doing, mate? This is fucking. This is 2020, <laughs> not 2019. You look, fuckhead. Look at that fucking logo on my new jumper, mate. What's that yeah. mean to you? Yeah. Means We're, that we are here to support the power. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's simple. Uh, I just, I don't see what, what, I, I just. Do you think they do that on the scoreboard? They're like, if you hear any fans chanting incorrectly, yeah. get, mm-hmm. you know, send the text message and then you've got to text them what they're doing it. And so you've got to do little T-H-E and then a big P-O. Oh, no, that's the right one. Yeah. But you've got yeah, to no, that's uh, correct. Play, playing have, havoc with doing capitals and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's look, it, it, I'll give people, um, 
we'll give them a grace period of, say, the JLT series to get it incorrect. But once round one hits and you see Jack Watts streaming down your middle and you're nailing a goal from 65, as is Jack Watts' want, then you need to go with, let's go, the power. Power. And all that the, is all you I remember that people talk about how they call them the pair. Yeah, why were they the pair? Yeah, well, I kind of like it was like almost like a, a lazy way to say port, oh, port, port power or whatever. Out, yeah, port or port Adelaide, Adelaide. Yeah. Well, that's not even mentioned here, so I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go fucking. It's forgotten it. about. It's forgotten about. Yeah, because it's 150, mate. It's 2020. Yeah. Big news out of China, Adam. What do we got? Uh, the TV ratings for the grand final came in. Oh, is that right? Hmm. Is that, they came in. I was waiting for those. I didn't. I missed them. Because I don't know if you talk about if we talked about this. Because a day after the grand final, the AFL, mm. the, they have no interest in what Channel 7's um, ratings were. They don't Couldn't look give up, a shit. Yeah, they don't look no. up Fox or anything like that. They no, nah. doesn't bother them. Because why would they? What they really want are the figures yeah. coming out of China. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, <laughs> they take about a month to come out or to get written about anyway. Yeah, so that's right. So it was. I mean, it was cigars and caviar and champagne at AFL House when the news. The celebrations came in. all around. That what do we got? How 5. many? 5.67 million people. Is that right? Watched the game in China. And that that doesn't that sounds like one pub. And five six seven million switched off halfway through the second <laughs> quarter. <laughs> Represents I did a quick. Uh, sorry. I did a quick calculation of that. That is half a percent of China's, of China's total population. population. But isn't that yeah. amazing? That's still about double what the actual game got in Australia. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it, that's, that shows the size of the place, which shows why you want to get in there, don't you? You know, because there are so many people there. Um, well, I guess so. But in terms, I don't know, do you look at it in terms of percentage or in terms of just numbers of people? Like, is it, is it a, how, many, like how many Australian bars are there with it on? If it's on in a pub, how many does that get you? You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't think they would count those figures either. Like the TV ratings would only go. Oh, to, you think you know, it's more? Well, I think the people. I think that only. I'm. I'm not au fait with the Chinese television rating system, mm. um, but I figure it'd be you know similar to the black box things that we have. And so, I mean, if, if in the official figures, like t- pubs don't count, and like you know your party at your house, what you had like eight people or whatever. Oh, it was about 800,000. It's a big party. It's very popular. <laughs> they don't count that. So, I mean, the, yeah, they, true. It's just one they screen. Would be, there would be a figure to kind of, you know, adjust it. So, yeah, TV ratings say 2.8. But when you take into account parties, pubs, you can go, oh, okay, it would have been about three and a half or whatever. So, what, what we're saying is the grand finals should be in China before the end of the next decade. I think so. It's, it's obviously, that's where the people want it to be. More yeah. people are watching the game over in China than watching the game here. It's a no-brainer for me. You can't argue with facts. And our grand final show afterwards, mate. We'll get about oh. we'll get about three thousand people at it. Yeah, that'd be fucking fantastic. It's going to be expensive, but I think it will be worth it to get um, Richard Di Natale dropping in to our live show in Shanghai. So obviously, it's the great reason why um, St Kilda play there and why the power play there. Exactly, it makes sense. Big news out of the US, mate. We had the US AFL Championships over there. Um, the, uh, what are they called? Austin Crows. Took the Austin the Crows. Yeah, they've gone back to back. Uh, so Mason Cox's brother plays for them. Mm-hmm. He's only a measly six and a half foot. But 
he does have a basketball background. I just thought I'd point Is that, that right? Out. He does, Fuck, yeah. He yeah. Find a lot of time and space. Wouldn't they all have basketball backgrounds over there? Well, you know like what happened? No. They actually sent over umpires as well. Like, it was a big thing. So they um they sent over a bunch of the one's name that I recognised was Razor Ray. So and Shane McInerney was oh, another one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had it over yeah. there. So think about this. He'd come from all around the country. You're looking for having mm. a great little weekend of, you know, I imagine little kind of lightning premiership kind of matches, I think. I'm not totally yes. sure, but I would think. No, it would be. Yeah, you're, getting down to, you're getting down to South Florida, a bit of beach, a bit of sun. And then you uh, wander out on the field and you've got fucking Razor mm. Ray right there. And you go, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't spend all this money to fucking hang out with Razor Ray. Although, how good, as an American who's, uh, you know, new to this game... To be able to abuse That'd be cool. one of Australia's most hated umpires. To get that opportunity is a fantastic thing for Razor Ray to provide himself to and do. And it's to be actually not common. It's not common, really, for Americans to use the word cunt. But I think I would use it yeah. all the time. And it's like, it just came yeah. out of me. It just, yeah. <laughs> just, just <laughs> felt like the appropriate word to say. <laughs> and I never called anyone low dog before that. But tell you what, Razor, thank you. Um, on the topic of America, should we do a couple of footballers in real life? Yeah, let's hit it. We got this one from Rich. Rich is an old friend of the show. He was on the show maybe about 2016 or so. Yeah. Um, Colorado kind of area. He just kind of got into the game and he came out with his um, uh, partner, Tar- Tanner, who came on the show as well, um, and just kind of fell in love with football. And so he went to about three, four games that weekend. was loving it. And he's a Geelong fan from memory? He had a few. He w- did go down at Cadinia Park, but he had a few teams. Yep. He might have picked one by now, like he'd single yep. down to one. Um, but big hello to Rich as well, if you are listening. Um, uh, guys, I never thought I would actually have a football in real life experience in the USA. But today, my wife and I, were in the Delta Airlines Sky Lounge. Oh, hello. At oh, LA LAX. International. Come on, hello. Rich. In Jeez, brackets, we're doing very well. <laughs> Clearly. And who did I happen to see as we were exiting but Marcus Bontempelli? The Bont. He was seated wearing a Minnesota Vikings T-shirt and then he got up and stretched. Good work in Bont. And Mm. walked in the direction of the bar. Oh, bad work, Bont. Um, Direction of, though. He may have been ordering a soda. I didn't see whether he ordered anything as we had to go and leave and catch our plane to Denver. That's pretty cool. Fantastic. Do you reckon? I mean, and if, and if Richard, uh, Richard Tanner wandered up to, wandered up to him, said, you know, we recognise you, and you're, you know, a fan. Like that, that would freak you out, wouldn't it? Like you'd be like, how the hell, how the hell do you know me? Particularly an American, yeah, it would be quite surprising. I'm also genuinely surprised at the teams that these players pick. The Minnesota Vikings is a very, very random team mm-hmm. for someone I think to support. They haven't been particularly great over the last like. Well, particularly in Bond's lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I just, I find it um, fascinated by, f- you know, the teams that they all go for. find that there's, just from the pictures, doesn't necessarily mean they barrack for the teams, but I find that there's a lot of Patriots, a lot, a lot, of, of, Patriots. lot of New York Giants, kind of. But, uh, you know, I suppose that's the towns they might want to go to as well. But also, like, Lakers. Um, yeah, they're all Lakers, aren't they? Oh, it's was it Spurs for a little bit? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Cleveland, when LeBron was winning championships there, they're just, they fucking... Fucking bandwagoners, aren't they? Uh, they really are. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah, maybe some of the t- teams, like, you know, like if you're a, well, a long-suffering Carlton player, and you'd be like, yeah. I just want to hang around. I just want to break for a winner. I just want to break yeah, for a winner. <laughs> That's fair enough. I don't see anyone wearing fucking Jacksonville Jaguars tops. <laughs> yeah. Okay, from Adrian... Uh, hope you both come back to training with your best ever skin folds and mm. hitting PBs in the time trial. 
This morning, as I was leaving the Dundas and Fawcett Cafe in Albert Park, I spotted ex Sydney Swans coach and Fitzroy legend Paul Ruse, friend of the show. Ruse, here we go. He was having breakfast with two other people. I thought the woman with him was Tammy, but after a quick Google, I decided <laughs> that woman doesn't actually look like Tammy. Okay. Uh, not sure what he was having for breakfast because he had only just opened the menu. He looked relaxed and happy to be out and about. Okay. Uh, P.S. Dundas and Fawcett Cafe is across the street from the AFL Players Association HQ, which is why spotting players in real life there is like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, you lads should head down there and ha- one day see who you can spot. Hey, and maybe that's a, maybe it's a, a date win going, Adam. When I come down to Melbourne, we can go down to the cafe. The Dundas and Fawcett Cafe, that's a fantastic idea. Hopefully we can run into the head of the AFL uh, PA, which is uh, Paddy Dangerfield. See if maybe if we take our equipment down, we can go, Paddy, quick. Do you wanna do a do you wanna do a quick junk time? Yeah. yeah. Be like, quick uh, chat. Can you two fuck off? Yeah, we're going to hit the road. We are Junktime AFL Pod at Gmail. We're Junktime AFL Pod on Twitter and Facebook and the gram. We're going to be back shortly with our draft preview. With yes. Friend of the show, Craig Coombs, which is uh, one of our favourite episodes of the year. So we can't wait for that. That's going to be just a few days before the draft uh, is announced. I think it's November 23 when the actual draft happens. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see you then. Go Hawks. Go Blue. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns